Grand Rising, my good people. This is Malik, and you're listening to AFMP, always for my people. What's going on, good people? Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of my listeners. Before I go any further, I'd like to give honor to our ancestors, to, to my ancestors. May they continue to cover us and continue to cover me. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can tell I'm a little nasally. You got a little congestion going on. Uh, even though it's winter time, I'm still dealing with allergies, man. Uh, anywho, I also like to give a um, shout out to all of our queens, to the queen sisters out there. Much love, much respect, much support. To my big and major shout out, huge shout out to my my goddess, my cocoa goddess, my chocolate, my cocoa queen. Coco Goddess, everything. Give a shout out to my wife. You know, uh, big shout out. And of course, I always gotta leave with that shameless plug. If you're not, make sure you follow her on Instagram and um, Facebook. Like her page, it's called Coco Rain. All right. Um, also, check out. Make be sure to do your due diligence and check out. My website, that's ebbyclothing.com. That's E-B-I clothing.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. That's ebbyclothing on Instagram. Facebook, it's ebbyclothing. Put that into the search bar and uh, look me up. Like my page. Like our pages. Um, my brother, he got eyes on you clothing. He's on Instagram. Facebook, alright, so also be sure to tune in uh, daily, well, tune in on a regular, every time there's an episode recorded, make sure you tune in, uh, we'll be trying to highlight other um, entrepreneurs that I that I know of um, as well, so I want to kick into this segment, it's going to be brief, I hope, I always say that, but end up being long-winded anywho uh this segment i want to talk about it's very it's a little touchy top topic and it's definitely for my people uh, it's just the way that our mindset the way that we think about situations and issues that are going on and injustices that are that occur on a regular basis in america and it's really happened globally um but i want to focus home in on uh the U- U.S. right now, and pretty much uh, what I want to say is that I was on Instagram this morning, earlier this morning, and there was, um, I follow a few hashtags, alright, because there's, there's hashtags that you can follow that um, there are a lot of posts on, that use those particular hashtags, so um, I don't remember the exact hashtag that it was um, that the post was under. Um, however, the post was about saving, trying to save a historical building. Uh, that I, I guess that's for you know, it's historical to it's historical to America, but it 
primarily really is historical to my people and this is something that we should all um I guess they wanted support in trying to keep the the place open or from going uh, under foreclosure. So, you know, by all means, you know, definitely want to support, going to support. Um, They have a GoFundMe page set up and everything. Um, One of the issues that I find that we're dealing with now and we need to come out of this mental state is thinking that we always need or that someone else will do the work when we in fact have all the resources ourselves. And the thing that that bothered me was I started seeing people tagging Um, you know, big time people, you know, that for more or less, they, they have done, um, major things where they help people out or what have you. Yet the point that I'm trying to make is that with all the comments of people tagging and they were tagging pretty much the same person or the same people, I should say. Um, some were tagging other people just to get their knowledge of what what was posted. You know, sometimes you do that. You tag somebody else's, you tag your people's name in the comments so they can see that you, you mentioned them and they're gonna go check the post out and now they're aware of uh, what's going on. So some people are doing that. But there were other people that were literally tagging like big time people celebrities or um well-known um activists who are completely involved in everything and a lot uh so my issue is i see that you know okay i see the importance of reason of the reason why you might want to tag you know, um, celebrities or whatever, this, that, and the third. Um, yes, they do have a due diligence to give back just like we all do, though. You know, that's the point I'm getting at, is that we all can give back. Like, we don't have to, we all, it seems like often we always point our finger to someone else to handle the situation, whereas if we all pull together, you know how easily that situation can be taken care of? Like, easily. You know, um, this prime example if you had 10 people that commented on a post, if those 10 people gave $20, or if those 10 people gave $10, get what I'm saying you know how much they can still they can still listen you can still tag away whoever you want but don't just tag and not do anything about it though that's 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 the second part you know the first part is 
automatically thinking that, oh, I know so-and-so can help. Who's, who's a celebrity. And let me bring this attention to this, you know, person who's advocating all over the United States. Uh, let me bring that to this person's attention. I know they're going to, you know, do something about it. We got to change that. Like, we are advocates for our own situations. Like, it's us. We got to start thinking about us first. And uh, the way that we do that, uh, that, that we help allow that to happen is by taking accountability. Right? We need to own our own stuff. Now, we didn't, we didn't literally put the establishment in the position where it could possibly face foreclosure. But then again, we did. If you get what I'm saying. The same time, same token, we did. I don't mean particularly you or me, but those who knew of the establishment, those who knew that they constantly needed funding, to keep the building going and the programs running. If we knew that that was their situation but never poured into them, then yes, we are part of that. We are part of the, part of the issue. We can't expect every time there's a situation or somebody needs money, you know, that, you know, we can just tag somebody or we could just ask somebody major to, to take care of the situation. Now, if that's what their everyday goal is, or if that's what they do, so be it, you know, but we still have to, that's not, that's not going to help strengthen us as a people altogether. We all have to start looking at what is ours or what we can um, build on or build up or what we can ascertain, what we can purchase, the things that we can get on our own. Because a lot of times you get, there was a, there was a video that I saw and it was about the NFL and needing the NFL to, to and pretty much holding the NFL accountable. All right, we sh we should never brush anything under a rug. However, we shouldn't be expecting those institutions and those structures like that to address the needs that we have. They haven't been doing that since inception. Well, it's not even set up like that, you know. It's set up. It's it's set up completely opposite. So one thing that we we gotta re start realizing is that okay, you wanna you wanna go against this, wanna go against the grain, against the system. That's 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 fine, whatever. Well, we gotta be smart about it. All right, going up to NFL and protesting and all that kind of stuff. That's cool. Everything has a, 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 a role. Everything 
plays a part in change, right? All of these action steps. But we can't just rely on on just showing up, screaming and yelling and chanting like that and thinking that's the only thing that we should be doing to make it work. That's not. So if we got a problem with the NFL, forget the NFL. You know what? Pull everybody out. Start our own league. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're gonna put, if the if our people are gonna continue to join the league, then we take what we earn and we say, okay, listen. If you're gonna join the NFL, this percentage of the money you get, can we ask that you commit to that percentage of giving back? to um or building up or building up this community or funding a charter school or a particular school that might be in need or um whatever it is that you know whatever it is that we could think of that we need you know let's we need to start a grocery store our own grocery store we want to hire the people that that are in this community first we want to build them up and we want to keep them going. We want them to be able to do their own thing. So we want to be able to. <laughs> we want to be able to. Uh, we want to be able to 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 build our own everything. And it's not just. I brought up the NFL. However, it's not just the. It's just not. It's not just. NFL players or anything like that. It's everybody. We all play a major role in in contributing to the change that we want to see. Like everybody plays a role in that. It plays a major part in it. It's not just the, the NFL players stick out because of their salary. They stick out because they're constantly on TV. You know, um, and there's a lot of racism and a lot of injustices that are that's going on within the NFL, which is not surprising at all you have you know you got owners and now one of them are black we don't we don't even have a black owner in there you know what i'm saying like they have their own structure my thing is yo we could be upset with them one thing we're not going one thing we're not going to accomplish by just focusing on them alone is getting what we want. You don't get what you want. Our people got to start realizing we can't get what we want from just pointing at, pointing out what other people, what white people aren't doing. Like, you know what? They foul, they foul. They racist, they racist. That's just what they're going to be. There's no way. I mean, I haven't, I don't know, but I haven't lived 400 years. I haven't, I wasn't around during civil rights movement. I wasn't, I wasn't there. I wasn't even born. I wasn't conceived yet. <sighs> 
But there's a lot of people who are our ancestors right now. They gave up their life for our freedom. And we're still not free. So the problem is we're not evolving. We're doing the same exact things, expecting a different outcome. Right? We're doing the same exact things. So now, now, now what they're doing, they're changing their tactics. Okay? They're changing their tactics. Because we keep bringing the same, we're just highlighting the same thing. We're doing the same thing. We're highlighting the issue. We're not combating the issue. We're just really just shedding light on it. That's all the stuff that that is happening. I won't say for the most part. I won't say, excuse me, I won't say the only thing we're doing. I will say there is change going on. All right. However, there's still the same things that are happening. That are still happening to which our people are still getting shot and killed by the cops. They could be unarmed. They could be have their back turned, their hands up. You know, you name it. We could run through the game. We could run down the list of things. You can run down list of things that is still occurring. People are still being lynched. People are still, you know what I'm saying? People are still being killed. Our people are still facing all this stuff. We gotta, we gotta stop. We really just, it's almost like we just giving them more power. You know what I'm saying? We keep yeah, we, 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 we make sure we hold them accountable at the same time, though. At the same time, though, we still aren't doing anything to strengthen ourselves. Now, it's one thing to shed light on what white people are doing, racism, and it's not, it's not only white people. We're worried about it's not only white people. Okay, we don't, we don't, <laughs> it's not just coming from one area. <clears throat> All right, we have to educate ourselves. Like, listen, it's not, it's not only white people that got their foot on our neck. All right, so the major, major deal is we're doing a lot we're doing a lot to highlight what is what isn't right that's happening to our people we need to do that we definitely need to do that i'm not saying we we stop doing that we need to do that because because they need to know automatically we're not going to take your stuff and we know what's right and we know what's wrong all right but at the same time, to prove that, you know, it's one way, one thing to show it, but to prove it consistently, excuse me, 
to prove it consistently is we have to now pour into each other. We have to pour back into ourselves. We have to strengthen ourselves to show that we're not just expecting a handout. Because at the end of the day, that's what it that's what all of it looks like. It looks like we're just expecting other people to do for us. It looks like we're expecting a handout. There's no other way to explain it. It just looks like we're expecting a handout. However, if we were to rally together alright and this can't be a, a, a moment thing it can't be a for the time being thing this has to be what we live alright so there is no recognition there is no respect we want us to we want people to respect us. We want people to respect us as a people. And we should. You should never change that way of thinking. But you know a lot of people who a lot of other people, cultures, races. They're using us. They're using us. Alright. We're not Okay, let's, for instance, a majority of black people live in cities, all right, in urban areas. Now, where I grow up, where I grew up, excuse me, I could tell you that we did not have any black owned businesses in the neighborhood the laundromat wasn't black owned right we didn't have a major grocery store but we had we had one that we could you know we would walk to that was you know it wasn't walking distance. It wasn't directly in the vicinity. It wasn't walk. It was walking distance. It take about twenty minutes or so to get there. Right. So we had that, but I mean, we didn't have anything that was black owned. The bodegas. None of that was black owned. Right So And on top of that There were liquor stores In the neighborhood Right Chinese food Place Not a soul food place Or not a because, you know, we didn't have nothing, there was nothing like that growing up. 
I can attest to that. Yeah. The houses that were uh, being rented, you know, the landlords, they're... What landlord? We didn't have... There weren't any black landlords around. Okay? So I know when we... Where we live... Actually... The first... Okay, let me... Re, let me let me backtrack a little bit. No, let me think a little bit more. We had... There was one place where there was a um, black black landlord. It wasn't until my mother was able to purchase her own home. And we only had, not to say that there weren't any black landlords. There were. But a lot of times back then it was white. They were white or, you know, what have you. Schools. The schools weren't black owned and operated. Okay. Um, it's just, just to give you a little idea a little visual of what I'm talking about. So we we we're now here we are years later. There's still not a black owned and operated school. Um, there are a lot more black landlords, which uh, which is which is good. It's awesome. But there's still oh yeah I forgot. How about the nail salons, the nail spas, the nail salons? Not one of them were black-owned. And right now in the neighborhood, not, I don't know of any black-owned nail salons in the city in which I live. And then you have... Uh, and then you have the, uh, the hair... What is it? Hair stores, I think it's called. Whatever. You get all the hair supplies or... Yeah. Ladies get their stuff to put in their hair, and and the brothers get that stuff for them waves. You be spinning and all that other stuff. Um, the hair supply stores around here are still not black owned. All right, so what I'm trying to tell you is a lot of people are making money off of us, and that money's going back into their community. Is going back to their families, and that money's being circulated. We're we're spending. We're spending the money. Okay. We're spending the money, and the money's going out. The money does not come back. And then there's a whole whole other thing that I want to talk about. Another maybe another segment uh, is. Buying black, all right. What that means and how it is. You, I'm, I'm going to talk about that. Give some some pointers on how you do it. 
and what it all means because a lot of times there's well there are a lot of misconceptions about buying black and we got to change our mindset about what all of that means all right right now for me i i try to get everything through a black owned business okay uh, except for this right here, this podcast, you know, uh, one day, maybe one day, you know. Uh, however, I do want to make sure that you all just clearly understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying we shouldn't rally, we shouldn't march and protest. What I'm saying is that should not be the only thing and the main thing that we go to. All right, we need to pull our funds and our resources together to have our own everything. Like, why do we need anybody else? They're making trillions of dollars, billions of dollars, millions of dollars off of us. Just imagine, I mean, and you gotta look at look at what's happening in Africa. Look at what's happening in Africa. All right? That stuff is crazy. China's coming in. They taking over Africa. Africa has the number one it's the number one place for all resources. Africa. Now you got China coming in and I don't uh, people are being bought out. I don't I don't get it. They're selling out for for the dough, just for the money. <laughs> Whereas if Africa build a wall around itself and cut everybody off, you know how hard it'll be for the rest of the world? Like, literally. Do your research. Do your research, I'm telling you. Uh, but I'm going to stop ram- rambling right here. Um, after I say this again, I want to repeat it. Please, start thinking differently start thinking ownership start thinking pulling ourselves together all right start thinking those things and not expecting we should stop having that in our mind to expect somebody else or to expect white people to even give a damn about us because they don't so it's, it's very I mean what has changed from the from the beginning what has changed nothing so I don't there's a whole nother thing we could talk about people you know oh we're so concerned about what other people not even what other people think what white people will think and feel 
if we take a stand for ourselves. Like what? Like that's that to me. That's stupid. For one, because they don't give a damn. But they once. So now this is the thing. They go hard for their own. They go hard for. They stay on what they what we call on code all the time. So one person says or does anything that is not in line with what their code says, guess what? They all riding out on you. Us. We flip-flop. One minute, yeah, power to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next minute, well, let's not, we don't, let's not, you know, it's just, you're too black. It's pro-black. You're too black. Too black. They're not going to like us. They're not going to appreciate or respect us anymore. We can't, uh, we can't hurt their feelings. We can't do that. That's, that's not, that's not wise. It's not going to help us. Do you hear the difference? Because one thing that they will do is flip what you're doing and call it racist. Like, how can we be racist? Do you even understand what that means? So when you cannot be scared for standing up for your people, you cannot be scared for having pride in your people and your culture. That's their tactics to scare you and and keep you from being strong. Keep us from being strong. That's their tactics. We'll never be able to be as one and be strong and be a healthy culture with a healthy mindset if we're constantly constantly falling for the okey-doke, constantly falling for that. Let them be, let them feel some type of way. You should never feel uncomfortable celebrating who you are. You should never feel uncomfortable taking pride in your own. Black people, we got to do better. We got to start start thinking differently. And with that, I'm tuning out. Thank you once again for listening. This is Malik of AFMP. Always for my people and black people, my people. Continue to always be for your people. That's first. Think of think of us first, man. Stop worrying about everybody else thing, man. Let's just get on one accord. Get back to being healthy and strong and being a, a, a prideful culture and doing for ourselves. Forget what they say. Right? And I'm out. And like I always say, may our ancestors always and continue continue to always cover us peace